Good evening, everyone. At this time, I'd like to call this meeting to order. Today is Thursday, March 9th, 2023, and 2023, and this is a meeting of the Rent Stabilization Commission for the City of West Hollywood. We would like to begin by acknowledging that the land on which we gather, currently known as the City of West Hollywood, is the occupied, unceded, seized territory of the Gabrielino Tangva and Gabrielino Keech peoples. Vice would you like to lead us in the pledge? Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Ms. Secretary, maybe we have a roll call. Yes. Commissioner Kirpies? Here. Commissioner Maggio? Here. Commissioner Martz? Here. Commissioner Wright? Present. Vice Chair Ayers? Here. Chair Topshin. Here, we have a quorum. Okay, so approval of agenda is the next item. Commissioners, um, we have a motion to approve the agenda items. I will make a motion to uh, approve the agenda of March 9th, 2023. I will second that. Okay, we have a motion and the second. And Ms. Sector, may we have a roll call vote? Commissioner Kirpies? Aye. Commissioner Maggio? Aye. Commissioner Martz? Aye. Commissioner Wright? Yes. Vice Chair Ayers? Aye. Chair Topshin? Aye. Motion carries. Thank you. Approval of minutes is our next item, and uh, we have the minutes of the meeting of from uh, February 9th, 2023. Has everyone had a chance to review the uh, minutes? Motion to approve. I'll second the motion. Okay, we have a motion and a second to approve the minutes. Uh, Ms. Secretary, may we have a roll call vote? Commissioner Kirpies? Aye. Commissioner Maggio? Aye. Commissioner Martz? Aye. Commissioner Wright? Aye. Vice Chair Ayers? Aye. Chair Topshin? Aye. Motion carries. Thank you. Um, next is public comments. Uh, Ms. Secretary, any speakers at this time? No speakers at the time. All right. Okay, then we move on to the manager's report, and we have uh, the rent stabilization manager, Jonathan, Jonathan Hollop here, and he will review the look, up, uh, look ahead calendar. Thank you. Good evening, Chair, Vice Chair, Commissioners, Jonathan Hollop, rent stabilization manager. Um, as you can see, uh, you have a number of appeals coming up, um, one tonight and then two more scheduled for the next consecutive meetings, and I anticipate uh, more to be scheduled. Um, I'm sure we'll fill up with other items as time goes on. Um, as you are aware, the county's eviction protections end on March 31st. Uh, tenants facing eviction should contact the Rent Stabilization Division at 323-848-6450 or rsd at weho.org for resource information. Um, regarding Betsetic, um, they uh, reported that they've averaged 13 cases per month in January and February, so it's kind of holding steady um, where we were before. Um, I anticipate March will probably be similar, and we'll see what happens in April and May once the protections end, and I'll report back on that. Um, that's all I have for tonight. If there are any questions, I'd be happy to take those. All right. Thank you. Commissioners, do you have anything at this time for the manager? All right. No questions, sir. And we'll move on to the commissioner comments. Um, 
Commissioners, Commissioner Maggio. Yes, I just wanted to report back to the Commission that I uh, did attend last night the Public Facilities Commission, which is uh, held at uh, Plummer Park. That's kind of loud. Uh, that is held at uh, Plummer Park. And the big issue uh, uh, for that meeting were trees, and they, they plan on a massive cut down and a replacement, although it isn't finalized. Uh, but a lot of new trees have been uh, designated uh, for our cities and, or our city. And uh, I say to everyone, just uh, watch out for what's coming down the pike. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, other commissioners? No comments? All right. <clears throat> All right, the next item is uh, on the agenda before us is the appeal, appeal section, uh, appeal application D-4711 that pertains to property address 7538 Norton, Norton unit number five, and it has to do with the maximum uh, uh, adjusted rent determination. But first, I'd like to um, confirm if the parties are here, Ms. Sector. Yes, the tenant is present via Zoom, and she's just been admitted into the meeting, and the landlord is present in person. Oh, the landlord is present in person. Okay. So we... Um, let me, let me uh, first <clears throat> take a minute and uh, explain the process for the appeal tonight. Uh, first, we will hear the staff report presented by the legal counsel, and then the appellant uh, will speak first. Uh, in this case, it's the landlord. And you will have five minutes to provide uh, your oral argument, and you will have the option of dividing five minutes into two segments uh, between the presentation and the rebuttal portion of your um, uh, argument. And um, the respondent will speak second, and the respondent, the tenant, will have one five-minute segment to state the case on the appeal subject. When it is time for you to speak, please uh, come forward, come up to the microphone, and state your name and city of residence for the record, and uh, indicate how you would like to divide your time. And you may proceed with the comments. And it is important to um, keep in mind that your uh, your um, argument, your comments should be on topic. If you go off topic, uh, the uh, legal counsel or myself will interrupt you. The commission will not receive or hear any new evidence or uh, documents that were not presented uh, at the um, hearing. So with that said, uh, Mr. Natalizia, we're ready for your report. Thank you, Chip. Thank you, Chair. Uh, good evening to the Chair, Vice Chair, Commission. Uh, my name is John Natalizio, and I am the Legal Counsel um, to the Rent Stabilization Commission for the City of West Hollywood. Uh, this appeal was filed by the landlord in response to the hearing examiner's decision determining the maximum allowable rent and overpayments for the unit. According to tenant, uh, her rent at the initiation of her tenancy in January uh, 2018 was $2,485. Uh, 
On December 21st, 2018, landlord issued a 30 days notice of change in rent, which took effect February 8th, 2019. The notice informed tenant that the base rent would be increased to $2,559.55. The notice also stated that tenant was responsible for paying the $6 re-registration fee and a $15 fee for her dedicated parking space. Therefore, the new toll monthly amount owed was $2,580.55. On September 21st, 2022, landlord issued a 30 days notice of change in parking spot rent and the notice informed tenant that the rental amount for the parking spot would be increased from $15 to $115, effective November 1st, 2022, and therefore the new total amount owed monthly was $2,680.55. A decision was issued on January 31st, 2023, which determined the following, that the MAR was only $2,580.55, that the increase in the parking spot rent was unlawful under the RSO, and that landlord had overcharged tenant $100 per month since November of 2022. Landlord submitted appeal, which claims the decision is clearly in error, and specifically land landlord argues that landlord did not raise tenant's rent, and that the parking space is subject to a separate rental agreement, and landlord argues that the lease for the unit does not include a parking spot. Staff finds that the decision is not supported by substantial evidence. The hearing examiner did err. Staff recommends a remand. Staff believes that the hearing examiner did not correctly apply how the MAR is determined under the RSO. The record lacks evidence supporting that the parking was included as part of the rent for the unit. And because the MAR calculation is incorrect, there needs to be a new determination as to whether there were any overpayments in rent. Staff recommends that the commission order a remand so that evidence may be submitted by either party demonstrating tenant's history of rent payments, for example, checks, and permitting either party the opportunity to submit any evidence demonstrating that the rent was lawfully or unlawfully increased, and a remand should further be ordered so that the parties can submit evidence relating to the parking spot and determination can be made as to whether the parking spot is a housing service included with the rent for the unit or if it is subject to a separately governed agreement. Therefore, staff recommends adopting resolution RSC 23-623. You as the commission have the power to affirm, reverse, modify, or remand the appeal decision of the hearing examiner. The commission reviews the hearing examiner's decision under the substantial evidence standard, which requires the commission to make sure there's substantial evidence that reasonably supports the hearing examiner's decision is credible and of solid value. If that evidence is found, then the decision must be upheld, even if there is also evidence that could support a different outcome. The commission does not substitute its judgment for that of the hearing examiner or reweigh the evidence. As it relates to questions of law, the commission applies an independent standard of review to the hearing examiner's conclusions of law. Thank you. Thank you. Commissioners, uh, are there any questions? Yes, Commissioner uh, Kirpis. Yes, I have a couple questions. Uh, first of all, can you... Uh, start by explaining to us the, the pass-through, how the pass-through works. Um, uh, my question specifically is, does the, the landlord get to choose, or can you start a tenancy, and then a year or two years later, the landlord then, then decide to add on an additional $6 for the pass-through, or does it have to, um, and, and if that's... Yeah, so the, the re-registration fee could be added after the initiation of tenancy just requires notice. So um, we could have tenants who are in a building for 20 years um, and the landlord uh, has uh, 
raise their entire rent, you know, the, the AGA each year, um, but then this year decide, oh, you know what, I'm going to add $6 extra on to the, for that pass-through. I haven't ever collected it in the past, but I'm going to now. They, they have that opportunity? Yes, that's correct. And in this case, we don't have any evidence, uh, no evidence was presented uh, that shows that the $6 uh, had already been uh, uh, passed through, right? Or that had already been, um, yeah, been passed through. Um, we just know the starting, the starting uh, rent amount. Right. My, well, my understanding is that, well, staff's position is that there is an evidence in the record which is actually setting forth the actual base rent. Ten, <clears throat> tenant testified that she began paying at the initiation of her tenancy a certain amount, but it's unclear if that amount is inclusive of the base rent plus a re-registration fee plus a parking fee, or if it's just the base rent, um, it's unclear, but um, at least the notice that's in the record for the um, rent increase does enumerate that there is a re-registration fee. So the presumption would be is that at least that $6 has been charged from the initiation of tenancy, um, but I don't have definitive evidence to, to answer your question. Or I would actually say the opposite, that we, we would assume that it, it may be a new charge. I mean, we don't know either way, sure. right? Sure, correct. Um, and the, and the, the landlord would have that option um, if they hadn't already been passing through $6. Correct. So we know that the AGA for the one year that possibly could have been taken um, for 2018, or 2000, yeah, 2018, was a maximum of 3%. So if we take the total of what uh, the registration form and what she testified she paid, and you add 3% to that, uh, there's still, I believe, a, uh, a difference, uh, like around $6 or so. So that is separate from the, the question of whether there's parking or not. Um, we know of a minimum, uh, at minimum, that, that there was an excess charge for that amount if we do the calculation. So why do, what would staff think about a recommendation of uh, the, the, the commission accepting that, um, but then rejecting uh, the idea that the parking was not included since there was no evidence, I'm sorry, rejecting the idea that the parking was included because there is no evidence showing that the parking was actually included that I've seen. So if I think I understand what you're saying, if the commission found tonight that it had enough evidence to be able to determine whether or not landlord lawfully or unlawfully increased the rent, the commission could make that determination. Does that answer your question? I think so. I, my thinking is that, you know, what you're recommending that we do is remand the whole thing back to um, the hearing examiner. And I think some of the answers are there tonight to where we could, uh, we know, or if the commission agrees uh, through the calculation, we know that there, we could agree that there was an overpayment and that way the tenant wouldn't have to re-argue re that again and they could go through the process if the tenant chose to, the tenant could say, you know what, the parking was included and I really feel strongly about this and they could do a whole new hearing for just the parking. Sure. I mean, that's, that's, that's within the commission's power if they found that they could make that calculation. Yes. Thank you.
Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Wright? Um, so assuming that the tenant paid for the parking separately um, since the inception, and again, just assuming that that's true, um, what effect would the March 24, 2022 prohibition on side agreements for parking have on this case? It wouldn't. If that agreement existed before March 2022, then this, their agreement, assuming it existed prior to March 2022, th that, that wouldn't affect it. And that would cover it even if there were changes made to that agreement after the, after the March 24, 2022 went like into a, effect? If there were like amendments? Correct. That's an interesting question. I guess if those facts unfolded, we'd have to look at that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if there were any amendments. Well, I guess I'm asking that because the, um, the notice that increased the, um, the parking by $100 uh, would have been after. It was September 21, 2022. And so it would have been after the side agreement prohibitions. And so because it was changed and it was increased, then would that put it underneath this purview of it not being permitted? for the new price at least. I see what you're saying. I think the problem is, is we would have to understand what the terms of the agreement say, because if the terms of the, again, we're assuming this, the, there's a separate rental agreement, so if the terms of this separate parking rental agreement allow for increases, then I don't think, again, this is all, I'm dealing with a hypothetical here, then I don't, I think arguably that if increases are permitted under the agreement, it wouldn't be like an amendment that would trigger, I, th I think what you're, you're getting at, that would then prohibit that amendment from going to effect. But I could see if there isn't a provision that permits increases, would that require then a contract amendment? And would that then trigger this provision you're talking about under the RSO? Um, and I, I think that that would be something that if that was the case, I would, I would have to look at and analyze. And then if there were a, a pre-existing agreement for this, did it have to be in writing or could that have been a verbal agreement? So if, you know, at the beginning, again, all assumptions and sort of a hypothetical, but at the beginning of the tenancy, the tenants told they're paying 24.85. Oh, also, you know, for parking, it's X amount. And that's just what they've been existing off of. Mm -hmm. Then I guess, how does the prohibition again affect if it's just an oral um, agreement for payment of, of parking? I mean, if, there, if it was just, again, if it's just an oral agreement, we would have to understand what the terms of that oral agreement are and what the parties understood those terms to be. Um, I don't know how it would, and without the facts, I don't know how it would ultimately affect or trigger that provision under the, under the RSO. Okay, understood. And then, so in the same provision that we're referring to, um, which is 17.32.90, um, subpart A in the RSO, it says, for purposes of this section, side agreement shall mean an agreement that is not part of the underlying or primary oral or written lease agreement that establishes the base rent. And so my question is regarding sort of what the provision says we're supposed to use to establish what the base rent is. It seems to be that we're only to look at the oral or written lease to determine what the base rent is. Is that true or is it broader than that, that we could consider the re-registration document to establish the base rent? So the base rent, we have to look at what the definition is, and the base rent is, um, in this case, the initial amount that was um, charged to the tenant. <clears throat> Sorry, give me one second. I have the exact language for you. 
So in this case, the base rent is the rent charged to the tenant at the inception of the tenancy. That's, mm-hmm. that's, so that's the definition you have to go under for what's the base rent. So uh, the question's not about the base rent. It's about what we're able to use to determine it. And so the, the code really, it says that the underlying primary oral or written lease agreement that establishes the base rent. And so what I'm saying is, is it, are we only to look at those documents to establish what that is? Or can we look at what the re-registration document says or other documents? You know, if she submitted what she paid, would that be something that oh. we could consider um, yes. for what that is? Okay, yes. so it's not, it's not as limited as, as it sort of says in the code to just those documents. Right, and this commission has had situations where there have been arguments over what's in the lease versus what was charged. Um, and so, yeah, it, it isn't strict, strictly limited to the lease when we're looking at establishing the base rent. Got it. And then I think one more question. And so in the same um, code section that we're looking in, um, subpart D5, um, it says that a landlord's failure to comply with the provisions of the subsection is subject to the administrative penalty provisions set forth in sections, et cetera, et cetera. Um, how, how does that, that penalty sort of section like, like, how is that like implemented? Is it if a tenant wanted to enforce that, would they file something with with ours with the rent stabilization division? Would it? I guess that's the question. Yeah. Um, I would have to. I mean, I'm not sure off the top of my head. I mean, it says it's subject to the administrative penalty provisions set forth in um, sections 1.08.030 through 1.08.070. So I would have to look at. It's just the administrative citation section. So they could file with the, Okay, so then they would file with the division. They could file with the division. Okay, all right, thank you. That was, that's in my questions. Thank you. Uh, commission, other commissioners, any, anything at this time? All right. Thank you, uh, Mr. Natalizio. Okay, we're going to open the oral argument, and I'll invite the landlord to the podium. All right, uh, sir, good evening. Uh, please uh, go to the microphone and uh, please th- so you will have five minutes and first let me know if you would like to divide the time uh, between the presentation and rebuttal. Um, I hope to get over in a two and a half minutes, but if, if I can't, then I'll go over and hopefully I'll get it within the five and then if I do with two and a half, then I'll take the other two and a half at the end. Okay, that's fine. And uh, before you begin, please state your name and the state of residence for the record. My name is Daniel Dorn, California, West Hollywood, California. Okay, sir, you may begin. I am. Am I what? Yeah, you can, you can start. Your, your, okay, um, so I have the documentation. Um, it's Exhibit A. So um, the, it's a new evidence, sir. We can't accept it. any new documents or new information. Yeah. The, 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 in the rental agreement, it clearly states um, that again, parking is not the parking is not part again, of. Again, it's it's a new evidence. So you, as I said before, uh, you need to um, keep your comments to the topics, the specific this, issues so the, that are discussed at the hearing. The, the pro- providing information that is included in the rental agreement, that would be a new evidence that was not presented at the hearing. That's right, because I wasn't yeah, so there. Yes, I cannot receive it now. Okay, so the, the, main, the main argument then is that uh, 
we are not trying to raise the rent uh, is solely the parking agreement and the parking is completely separate which I have the parking agreement and the rental agreement um, I also have all of the uh, adjustments and it's not off by three dollars it's actually on the penny um, every single rent raise we've done it's exactly the three percent and then nothing for 2019 nothing for 2020 nothing for 2021 nothing for 2022 I think the 2018 fall into 2019 to 2018 fall because we, we raised in 2018 the 30 days and it went into effect in 2019 um, it's on the penny every single penny is on the penny all the rent raises on the penny and the parking is completely separate from the actual rental agreement. And that's my argument. Okay. Um, I just have a, go ahead, sorry. I actually have all the paperwork, too, to prove it. All right. So let me first ask uh, Ms. Secretary how, how much time has left for the rebuttal. Three minutes and 22 seconds. Okay. So let me do this. If, if you don't have any, anything to add at this time, I'll see if the commissioners have any questions for you, and sure. when you come back after the tenant's testimony, you will use the remaining three minutes, 22, 22 seconds for additional uh, sure, comments. Is there any way I could put this into the actual? Um, can you, re we can't receive it, right? Uh, I mean, the legal counsel. Staff can receive that? So if, so the exception is, is well, the rule is that the commission cannot consider new matters and new evidence that were not presented to the hearing examiner. The exception to that rule is if the commission found that with due diligence, that document could not have been presented to the hearing examiner at the time of the hearing. If the commission finds that, then they can accept new evidence and new uh, matters. Well, to, to find that, we need to ask the question, right, to, to the uh, party, basically, to, to get their to understand why the documents were not presented. If you need to ask foundational questions, yes, that's, that's fine. All right, thank you. So we have to follow this legal requirement, sir, Mr. Dorm. So now let me ask you, was there any reason why you did not uh, uh, attend the hearing and you did not submit any, any documents, even if father. you didn't attend? I'm a single father, so I wasn't able to make the meeting. That's the only reason why? That's okay. the main reason, yeah. All right, so based on what... Um... Now, having said that, by the way, um, the tenant has not paid one penny of this uh, parking charge, and because of that, we just served them again, part of the actual rent raise that's uh, for March 1st. So the tenant is saying that they're both the same thing, and I said they're just separate. So, like, whatever happens here, because you're saying I can't even submit evidence or so anything. So, let me, let me ask the commissioners. The commissioners, uh, do you believe that the reasoning provided by the landlord is, uh, uh, is, it, is that reasoning will um, um, ban us from accepting any new evidence, or um, based on what the landlord said, we still can receive the... Um, rental agreement, so I want to hear from the commissioners. I have a question for him before we answer that. Um, did uh, you... Be before, we, we need to complete this portion. It's about this. It's about this. It's going to help me further decide if we, if, if there was due diligence shown and whether or not he could attend. I don't want to discuss anything about the rental agreement or anything, it, it's any not, information. It's, it's just clarification. I'll ask my question and you can decide okay. if he, he can answer it. Um, 
Did you receive notice of the original hearing? I did. Okay. That was okay. my question. A procedural question. Thank you. Uh, I have a follow-up to that one. The same question. All well, right. I have a follow-up to that. Okay. Commissioner Kirkus. What steps did you take to ask for it to be rescheduled? Well, I thought I would be able to make it, and then an emergency happened with my kids that I had to attend to. Thank you. Do you mind if I ask what, what type of emergency you don't have to respond, you don't have to share? My, but... my, my smaller child, um, they had an accident at school and I had to run home to get some clothing for them and come back to the, to the classroom and give it to her. And uh, what, what time was the hearing uh, scheduled? 9 o'clock. 9 a.m.? 9 a.m. Yeah. All right. So, commissioners, uh, I want to hear from you because um, I have my own um, opinion on this, but... I want to hear from Commissioner Kirpis. I'll start. I mean, I don't, maybe one of the lawyers might be able to add some, shed some light on it. Um, I think under the circumstances of what we're being asked to do tonight, I, I don't, um, I don't feel strongly that we need to make an exception because it doesn't seem like we're going to be making um, <clears throat> determinations based upon the little evidence that was provided during the hearing. So um, I, I don't feel strongly that we need to allow new evidence, um, especially without giving the uh, the tenant the opportunity to have prepared for tonight to bring in new evidence. Okay, thank I mean, you. We're basically being asked to do what we're being asked to tell the hearing examiner to do over again. Okay, thank you, Commissioner Kripis. Uh, Commissioner Martz? Um, no, I don't think there needs to be an exception based on the information we have. Thank you. Commissioner uh, Wright? I believe we should make the exception. I think we, we know that things happen, um, and so I think it would also help inform our conversation tonight. Um, on what needs to be remanded, what doesn't need to be remanded, and what evidence you know we're, we have available. I don't know. I don't think that it prejudice, prejudices the tenant in any way because she knows what the agreements say. Presumably, if she signed it, she knows what the lease says. Presumably, if she signed it, so I don't think it would. It's going to prejudice her, but I think it'll help inform our conversation. So I'm in favor of accepting the evidence. Okay, thank you, Commissioner Maggio. Well, we've. It's difficult to accept uh, new evidence. We've not done it before. I think we have to determine if there's due diligence. So at, at this moment, I'm not feeling comfortable to accept any new evidence. Thank you. Uh, Vice Chair? Yeah, I would um, not want to accept new evidence at this time. Okay, um, thank you. And I also uh, do agree with the commissioners who said no new evidence at this time, sir. Uh, you, uh, you will not be able to provide the documents. Uh, thank you. Though, but let me ask if the commissioners have any questions um, before uh, we move on to the tenant's uh, testimony. Uh, please, Commissioner Kirpis. Uh, how long have you owned the building? Or managed, it, managed or owned the building? The building's been in the families for over 40 years. I guess my question is, uh, with your direct knowledge of, of the management of it and um, all things Over 25 light. years. Okay, great, thank you. And uh, just for the record, I do stand corrected. You are correct that um, I made some statements earlier that um, implied that it was above 3%. I did calculations wrong earlier today, and but I just redid them. Um, uh, My father's a mathematician. Okay. He would uh, be very upset with me. <laughs> thank you. Uh, commissioners, uh, anything? Commissioner yeah, I just Marks? have one quick question. Sure. Um, 
my recollection is this is a 10 unit building, is that correct? That's correct. All right, and is this common practice for you to separate the, the rental agreement? Absolutely. The, so all of these? Um, Every single one. Okay, that's all I need to know, thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it, thank you. Uh, Commissioner Maggio? No more further questions. No more questions. Uh, Commissioner Mart? Uh, sorry, Commissioner Wright. <laughs> How many parking spots are in the building? There's actually a large number. There are four in the back, and I think 10 underneath. 10, are, are they on-site, off-street parking? Yeah, uh, tons of street parking. No, the parking spaces that you referred to, the four on the back and 10, under, 10 underneath, um, are those all on-site, like off-street? Yes. Okay. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Vice Chair, anything? No. All right, thank you, commissioners. And thank you, Mr. Dorham. I don't have any questions for you at this time. You will, have the re uh, you will be able to use your remaining 3 minutes 22 sure. seconds after the tenant's um, uh, argument. Thank you. Thank you. Before he sits down, I'm sorry, I had one more question, if, if you'll okay, permit it, Chair. Of course, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, so the, the provision, there's a provision uh, that went into effect in West Hollywood regarding side agreements that encompasses parking. Are you aware of that provision? I am. Are you aware of the disclosure that landlords are required to give tenants if they are going to separately agree um, for parking to be paid outside of the rent? So this just 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 came in recently, this uh, side agreement disclosures, uh, and uh, we have not had anybody in the building move in after that, after uh, that law went into effect. Understood, and then have you increased um, parking um, amounts since the provision went into effect? Since, yes. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Um, Ms. Secretary, now let's, uh, let's see if the tenant is online and if the tenant will be able to, is able to hear us, see, see us. Just check the connection. Hi, if you can hear us, you can go ahead and unmute yourself. Okay, I just did. All right, uh, great, good evening. Uh, so as I said, um, you will have five, as I said previously, you have five minutes. Uh, you will not be able to divide your time, unfortunately. This is a, a one segment of five minutes. You will be able to provide your um, um, argument. And um, please make sure that you keep your comments on topic. As you heard, uh, the commission will not hear uh, any new evidence mm -hmm. or information that was not initially presented at the hearing. All right? Mm -hmm. we'll, yeah. With that, if there are no questions, so with that said, you uh, may begin by stating your name and the city of residence for the record. Alicia Bahati, West Hollywood. You may begin now. Thank you. Sure. Um, I requested the hearing once we received the increase for the parking because as it's been presented from the day we moved in to getting that rent increase, we pay one total amount for rent, um, whether it was showing as itemized or not. Um, I did ask the city what I should submit for evidence um, for the hearing, and they said, whatever you feel best shows whatever your argument is, which is why I showed the most recent rent increase, because it showed everything we were paying for and how much our rent was. That, I obviously can't speak on anything new, so that's basically uh, how the hearing went. <laughs> uh, is that it? That, that concludes your... Uh, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's fine. So if you don't have anything yeah. new to add, mm, commissioners, uh, are there any questions? Commissioner Kerpis? Thank you. I just have one question, and um, uh, it calls it calls for you to remember your testimony in the hearing. Um, uh, we have a summary of, of the hearing examiner, or the, we have the hearing examiner's decision, but um, I don't have a summary or, or um, the actual transcript of, of the hearing. Mm -hmm. So my question mm -hmm. is, um, and, and I, I, I hope that you will keep your answers very specific to what you remember testifying to in the hearing, uh, but what did you testify to the hearing examiner about uh, your initial rent uh, of 1,000, or two, I'm sorry, $2,485 upon move-in? I told him our rent was 2485 and our parking was $5. Thank you. Thank you. Other commissioners? Commissioner Wright? Um, when did you, uh, good evening. Um, Hi. When did you um, first receive a, a parking spot um, at the, at your apartment? The day we moved in. And at that time, did you um, pay an additional fee for it outside of the 2485? Yeah, every time we paid rent, we actually paid 2490, which was the rent and parking. So, so uh, was it five dollars for the? Yes, yes. For for the parking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, five dollars. Yeah. And did you sign a, a separate agreement at that time, at the beginning of the, your tenancy, for parking? So when we were, with the day we moved in, we were handed a packet of information, and it wasn't from the landlord. It was whoever was doing like a lot of maintenance at the building, and I guess he helped people, he gave them the forms and gave them the keys and stuff and made sure everything was okay when we moved in. That's who gave us our lease. He gave us a packet of information. It had our lease. It had stuff about like um, lead paint and mold exposure and things like that. And it, he explained to us, you know, he puts parking on um, another separate, an, another piece of paper. So I said, okay, but it was never actually said to me, this is a completely separate lease. So I was under the impression when I got this packet of information, this is just my lease, this is all my information, this is like details about the parking, this is your rent, your, you know, all of your rent, this is your parking amount, et cetera. Got it. And then where, yeah. go ahead, I'm sorry, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, go ahead. What, I mean, that's actually why I just um, provided at the hearing the rent increase because it showed, you know, all these things itemized, so... Thank you. And then where's your parking spot located? Is it underneath the building? Is it behind the building? It's underneath the building. And have you paid the additional um, $100 for parking since you received the, the notice? No, because we had a disagreement. I said I'd like to wait for the hearing to see what happened. And then obviously we got a letter saying that they agreed with um, our side, which was that it was an unlawful rent increase. So we have not. Thank you. All right, thank, mm -hmm. thank you. Uh, other commissioners? All right, I have a, a couple of questions, uh, Ms. Bayati. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, 
in the examiner's decision, so, and, and we know that it's presented in the report that the initial rent was, and you stated that, 2485 but you paid 2490 Right? That's what you just said. Yeah, we, right, like our, our rent, 2485 parking was $5. Okay, so. And I, I, did, I did say that in the call, but um, yes, you're correct, it's not in the report. And I actually did call the city to try to get the transcript, and they said that there was some issue and there is no record. Okay. How do you know yeah. it, that's uh, the, you know, the amount that you paid 2490 that was uh, the, for the parking, the additional, uh, the additional Be uh, fee? Because in the packet they that we were given when we moved in, it specifically says $5 for parking. Okay. And mm -hmm. you also mentioned at the beginning, in, in your, in your uh, statement today, tonight, that before the hearing, you were given information, uh, I believe you said by the uh, department um, um, staff, uh, what type of documentation you have to present at the hearing. Is that correct? Did I understand you correctly? Yes, I did ask because I wasn't sure. Um, I'd never been through an appeal or anything, so I just wanted to make sure whatever process I was following was correct. And... Um, at that time, did you understand that you would have to provide maybe um, proof of actual rent payments or a copy of a rental agreement or any type of documents like that, a tenancy document? Um, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't said prior. They just said submit whatever you think is going to show your case. And it wasn't, um, I, I didn't provide anything showing what we paid because to me, when I did it, it wasn't an issue of I'm not paying rent. Um, it was just we had gotten an increase for the parking, and we were under the rent freeze, so I didn't think it was... It didn't make sense to me why we were getting an increase. Okay, so you, you, you pretty much only gave, provided these two notices, 30-day notices of change in mm -hmm. rent, and the one yeah. is for the parking spot. And your understanding was that uh, at the time in which, when the notice was issued in September 2022, because of the prohibition of rent increases or rent freeze, uh, mm -hmm. this should have not been or could have not been uh, uh, issued. Correct. All right. Okay, thank you uh, for your responses. So if you don't have anything else to add, uh, we will have to um, go back to the landlord's um, argument. Anything? Okay. Anything? All right. If you have nothing to uh, add to your uh, statement, so then, mm -hmm. Esbati, you just uh, um, can remain online and um, listen to the, uh, uh, to the landlord's uh, argument. Okay. Sure. Right. At this time, I'd like to ask Mr. Mr. Doran, please come back to the microphone. So you've heard the tenants' uh, statements tonight, and you will have your three minutes, 22 seconds uh, for the, your rebuttal, if you have anything else. Um, for the sake of peace, even, um, we are more than happy to forgo this agreement, this one dated in September, and just go forward with the one I just served, uh, the one in February 28th. 
And therefore, if she has a problem, she has to appeal that, she has to bring a case again, and then we can just, and then I can actually bring the evidence and have it actually submitted. Uh, having said that, also, she did contact the uh, rent stabilization, and they did contact me. And I had a conversation with them over the phone, and they told me I was in the right. And that they're the ones who explained this law to me. I didn't know that that, that was even a law, but the, the law that came in, that they became uh, merged into one, that whatever you offer in the beginning actually is the, the law as of March 2022. Is that it? Um, and I didn't, I didn't even know that, but they're the ones who actually called me and explained that to me on the phone. But however, we, we were grandfathered in. And that's, uh, that's I was actually surprised that uh, with the findings of the uh, original, because that's the, the whole argument is that, that, that they're separate agreements. Right? Okay. All right, commissioners, uh, any questions? Uh, Vice Chair. Did you also issue a $100 uh, parking rent increase to the other tenants in the building? Yes. Okay, thank you. Okay, sir, uh, thank you, and what- Just one last oh. question, sir. Uh, there's a total of 10 parking spaces, so a 10 are for the apartment and the four in the back. Are those guest parking or are those for people perhaps who have a second bedroom? Uh, at the moment, uh, somebody's renting it and closed it off and is storing their stuff there. So those four parking spaces are being rented to someone not on the property? No, in the premises. Uh, on the premises. Uh, and they're paying for those four spots? Correct. Thank you. All right, thank you, Mr. Thank Dorm. You. You, you, you may have a seat. And I have a question for uh, the legal counsel, Mr. Natalizio. So we heard the landlord's um, statement that uh, he would like to retract the 30-day notice of the parking fee and initiate a new process. Uh, would that uh, change uh, the uh, process tonight? Um, no. <clears throat> no, I think that if the the commission can go forward tonight, and if there's a agreement that happens between the landlord and the tenant separately outside of this meeting, then then that's fine. But the commission shouldn't consider you know, any sort of offers between landlords and tenants tonight. All right, thank you, sir. Okay, uh, so with that said, I'll um, close the oral argument portion of the appeal tonight. And if you have any questions. Um, uh, for the council, legal council, this is the time. Otherwise, uh, we should move on to the uh, commissioner deliberations. Who would like to begin? I'll go ahead. Commissioner Marks, please. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I agree with the staff's recommendation. I think that we need to send it back because we are missing a lot of information. Um, I don't think accepting it tonight would have been the proper course or that it was appropriate under our evidence code, whatever we call it. Um, so I'm in agreement there. I think we need to see the actual documents. Um, I think the calculation of the MAR needs to be fleshed out by the hearing examiner. Um, I think there were quite a few errors there um, beyond what we should be deciding tonight. I think staff correctly pointed out that it's not just that there were errors, it's that we don't even know how the hearing examiner came to these decisions. We can't, at least I can't, 
come up with the correct response to this appeal because I don't know what he or she was thinking in making these decisions um, when we're putting these dis these places. I think it's most appropriate, especially here, to send it back, let them, it's basically, they need to start from scratch, the hearing examiner. It gives both the landlord and the tenant the option to present whatever evidence is appropriate um, under those circumstances as well. Um, so I think that's my position. Thank you, Commissioner. Um, Commissioner Corpus. Uh, <clears throat> I would normally agree with that, but it's, I mean, maybe this is kind of a question for legal counsel. So from what I heard, based upon the tenant's recollection of her testimony at the hearing, uh, in front of the hearing examiner, was that she testified that she paid $2,485 for rent and $5 for uh, parking. You know, Sure, there's a discrepancy, 5, 15, 115, all that for the parking, but the real question that we had, or we had, where we were going to send back to the hearing examiner was whether that was a separate agreement or was it uh, an agreement, um, was, was it just part of, part of rent? And it seems to me that the testimony that was provided uh, was that it was separate, um, and I don't hear any objection from the landlord stating that it was separate. Um, or that it was not separate. Uh, and so I guess my question is, what, what questions are outstanding at this point? Uh, we do know, and as, as I mentioned earlier, I stand corrected, I was using a different figure um, uh, with the pass-through earlier. Uh, assuming the, the, the landlord did not pass through the $6 um, in that original $2,485, if you add 3% to that, that does come up to $2,559.55, which is what the uh, statement that the tenant provided, the hearing examiner, lists. Um, we know it's legal to pass through the $6 um, uh, uh, pass-through fee, um, and you have advised us that, uh, that the uh, site agreements with parking are allowed to increase rent if that's part of their agreement, and that's not our jurisdiction anyway. Whether the whether the um, whether the their side agreement um, allows for an increase or not is not our purview. As long as it's a side agreement, it's it's outside of our view. And so it seems to me that both sides have agreed tonight that it is a side agreement. And so my question is, what would we be sent? Why do we need to send it back to the hearing examiner at this point? So if the commission found that they could, based upon the evidence, determine the MAR and calculate overpayments, I mean, the commission could certainly do that tonight. If the commission found that they didn't have the evidence necessary to make that calculation, then it would be to send it back to the hearing examiner to get that evidence, to then make a MAR determination, and then ultimately calculate any overpayments um, but if the commission found that they could make this determination tonight, they could do that. I, can, I, can I jump in? Uh, 
I don't feel comfortable, uh, to be frank, to uh, make a determination tonight on that because we're, we have to determine the MAR, and the, the tenant did not provide any uh, proof of rental payment. We don't know how much exactly the tenant paid. Is it $2,490 or $2,490.01? So we don't know that. So without the actual proof of payment, without the copies of the rental agreement, so we should not really mess with the MAR uh, to determine the MAR and to determine um, if, if there was any uh, overpayment um, in the course of these few years. And that's, that's regarding the MAR, and I would always be very cautious when I deal with the MAR. Uh, the, the second um, reason why I think it should be uh, remanded, because so far it was the tenant's testimony here and the landlord's testimony that we did not accept the, uh, uh, the evidence that the landlord wanted to submit. Uh, so it's just a, based on this verbal, um, we can't really make that de determination because the tenant herself mentioned that she never provided this information at the original hearing. So this is completely new information, com completely new evidence, and how can we sit here and determine uh, whether the parking was included or was a separate um, uh, service? So in my opinion, we should remand this. Um, thank you. Oh, that's basically my comment. I just want to respond to one of your comments. <laughs> so the, the, I, I, was, I very specifically asked the tenant, um, based on her recollection of what she testified, and she very clearly said that she told the, she told the hearing examiner that she paid $2,485 for rent and $5 for parking. Right. Sometimes the tenants may round up or round down the actual rental payment. If you ask a tenant how much you rent, but the tenant... that's to her disadvantage. I mean, this number... Right. Is... But let's say that we, we determine, we make a decision based on this verbal statement, and the tenant goes back and opens the... Uh, copies of the cancel checks and say, oh, wait a minute, I paid like 10 cents over or $1 over. And so let me file a new case with the city because I overpaid. So that's going to be basically coming back, going back to the same issue uh, after six months or so. So I, you know, because the MAR is involved and because the, there is new evidence that is involved that we don't have a copy of, um, and there is a new information by the tenant, and the landlord has a new, uh, new document. So I think we should, we should to, to make a thorough review, we, we should send it back to the examiner. And I don't know why, what's, what's the reason why we wouldn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in agreement with that. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're saying is there was a $5 rental payment, but I see here that it's marked as 15. We don't have those documents. Um, we've already said we're not accepting them tonight. I think my position is it's appropriate to send them the whole entire thing back. Um, it's, it's kind of a boondoggle, and um, I don't think we're going to make the correct decision. Um, I think it's better put in front of a hearing examiner who hopefully this time will um, do a little bit better explaining their reasoning. Thank you. I'd like oh, to go. Commissioner Wright. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Um, I, I'd just like to just add for the, you know, to answer some of something that you asked earlier, you know, if, if had we allowed the additional evidence, then looking, we'd be able to see what the lease said and those payments, and we sort of be able to answer those questions. I think that the remand, you know, sort of based on what's been said tonight and what's in the record, I think it's very limited, and I think it's really limited to whether or not the 
parking agreement um, um, is, is prohibited by what went into effect on March 24th. I think what we have in the record is we have that the re-registration form specifies that the base rent is $24.95. Um, in that same document, underneath the initial rent rate, it says, do not include the $5 monthly registration fee. I think based on that, we can assume that the $5, uh, the pass-through fee would not have been included in this $24.85. Additionally, on the re-registration form, which is on page 34 of the packet, it um, has parking spaces. It's blank, there's no number, which again would, on its face, show that uh, parking spaces weren't included either in the agreement for leasing the apartment or in the base rent that's stated on here, that's $24.85. And so, um, to a point um, Commissioner Kirby's made earlier regarding the MAR, I think we can assess what that is as well. We can look at the $24.95. We have the historic record of what the rent increase would have been that year. It would have been 3%. So the new base rent um, is specified in on page 27, um, 2559.55 would have been the 3% increase that the landlord would have been entitled to take. And so on the face of that, I think we can assess that the base rent for this tenancy was 2485. Uh, the hearing officer uh, was incorrect, but I think we could send it back down to the hearing officer stating that we've already determined what the MAR was and then leaving it for the hearing officer to, and for the, the, the parties to submit the parking agreement, the lease agreement, and all of those documents to then determine whether or not the parking agreement allows for the increase of the $100 for the parking, especially when this agreement went into effect September 21, 2022, which was the date, which was after the, the code was changed that prohibited these side agreements for parking. And so, you know, to sort of sum all that up, I, again, I think that it's limited what we need to send back, and I think it should just be limited to telling the hearing officer that the MAR is 2485 based on the exhibits that we have um, on page 34, and asking the hearing officer to review the lease, uh, the parking agreement, uh, to determine what that what it means um, regarding the municipal code change uh, that made it illegal essentially to make these side agreements go into effect, and also um, to determine if there's any penalty for the landlord. Um, it doesn't sound like the tenant paid the increased amount, so maybe that wouldn't be sort of a part of it, but as part of the analysis, I think it would be relevant. Um, I don't think that there's an overpayment to calculate. I think we have what was paid based on the, the notices on page 27 and 28. Um, and then just as an aside, um, I noticed that the notice sent to the landlord um, for the hearing and the notice sent to the landlord for the appeal hearings had two different addresses. And so while the landlord is here, I would maybe recommend that you let the city know what address these notices should be going to, even though it doesn't appear it was an issue that of you receiving it, I think we would like, to, you know, we should have on record what the correct address is. All right. And, um, you know, is, is just sort of as a recommendation as well to the, to the parties, you know, if it's permitted that you're able to send the documents ahead of time for the hearing, maybe do that. That way the documents can speak for you if you're not able to be present. Um, thank you. Okay. Before, um uh, before we move on to the next commissioners, um, if if you remember, uh, commissioners, the uh, legal counsel mentioned the in in his explanation that uh, regardless what the uh, what 
what the amount is included in, the, in, in these two pieces of documents that we have, even if the rental agreement would say one amount, but actual payment is a different amount. So the determination of more will be based on the actual um, uh, payment uh, received and accepted by the landlord. So here we have only two rental agreements, I mean two notices, and we have the re-registration application. We know there is a rental agreement, and we know there, uh, there is proof of rental payment. Those uh, documents, th this evidence may suggest completely different uh, figures. So, and I don't know, uh, I don't understand the, um, why we're, you know, why we're rushing to make the determination on the MAR. We may make a mistake, we may be incorrect, because these notices may not, or even the re-registration uh, form may not necessarily um, indicate the correct um, amount uh, demanded or accepted by the landlord. So that's the reason I believe we should uh, refer to the examiner for the MAR determination. And then to your point, uh, I don't think we can assume that the documents are incorrect. The tenant signed the re-registration form that said that the initial rate was 2485. I believe the landlord also signed it. And so absent something else that would give us an indication that this was incorrect, I don't know that we can disbelieve this. Additionally, the tenant herself testified to what the base rent was. And so I, I just think it's, if we can save time at the hearing stage, we've, if we remand it back, that we've established what the MAR is because we have sufficient documentation, I think that that does a service to the parties and to the hearing officer to limit the issues that we're sending back. Okay, so the base rent, uh, according to the ordinance, is the actual amount uh, received and demanded and accepted by the landlord. So I'm not saying that or these documents- it's, it's demanded or accepted. Or accepted. So it All could right. be any of those things. What if the accepted amount is different? from what is demanded. So that's why we need this to go back to uh, ask for more evidence, more documents to see what the MAR is. So that's, you know, we expressed our opinion. So let's move on to the next commissioners, Richard Maggio. Well, there seems to be uh, a lot of uh, division between us, uh, which for me creates a lot of uncertainty. And because that does exist, I feel that this case must be sent back for clarification. I think there's missing links, so I'm going to ask for a remand. Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair, please. Um, I'm inclined to do a thorough remand um, for the purposes of allowing for both parties to submit the evidence they feel best makes their case at this point um, and let the hearing examiner have the benefit of um, getting a fuller picture of what's going on from both parties. Thank you, Vice Chair. All right, um, uh, Commissioner Kirpis, do you have any additional comments? So it sounds like we're remanding, which, which I, I, I'm not uh, completely opposed to, but I just think it's a waste of time. Um, because we do know what the evidence shows. Um, it sounds like uh, some of us are making arguments for the tenant uh, that are not in evidence, um, nor did the, the tenant even try to place additional information into to evidence tonight. Um, in fact, she confirmed the evidence that we do have 
also confirmed by the, the registration form, also confirmed by a uh, consistent history based upon the other city records that they have uh, for all the tenant or all the units in the in the building from back in the initial registration uh, of the building back in 19 whatever year that was when they first had to do this, 93, 98, 95, 85, 1985. Um, so to me, there's no evidence that parking was ever part of the rental unit. Um, and I think that's where um, the, the one area that um, Commissioner Wright and I disagree on is because is is the the significance of of the parking because to me if as long as if the parking is not part of it or if it's a site agreement i am also concerned i share the concern about whether it's a legal increase or not but it's outside the hearing examiner wouldn't even have the authority to handle that is that correct um legal counsel if 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 he determined that it was a site agreement under for any reason Right. If the hearing well, if the hearing examiner determined that this was a lawful site agreement, uh, commissioner's rights, from what I understand, question at the beginning of the hearing was uh, the not not the underlying agreement, but the rent increase for the parking spot. I think her their question was, does that rent increase trigger the prohibition from March this March 2022 ordinance? And I think we would have to look at the terms of the agreement. My initial response is I don't think it would, and I think it probably would be outside the commission's scope, but without looking at the terms of the actual parking agreement, I couldn't. I, I guess couldn't my say. question is, so you're saying we'd have to look at the, uh, the hearing examiner would have to look at the agreement, but if the hearing examiner determined or if the commission determined that it was a site agreement, what authority does the hearing examiner that oversees the rent stabilization ordinance have in interpreting any further? That's my question. It right. would be a so different division or something, or a I referral. See, I see. Yeah, if the, if, the, if, if the hearing examiner determined that this is a side agreement, the side agreement wouldn't be within the jurisdiction of the, of the commission. So under Commissioner Wright's recommendation, um, my question, I guess, is understanding that, is there a better avenue that maybe a referral could be made or... Um, I don't see the purpose of sending it back, that part back to the uh, hearing examiner either. So in looking back at the municipal code, um, and I'd asked about this earlier as well, um, D5, where it says if there's a, viola a violation, then it's subject to the administrative penalties, and that would go to RSD, um, and then it co quotes a couple sections um, regarding what the administrative penalty would be. Um, and I asked, how would that be enforced? And you said it would have to come to the rent stabilization department. And so with that information, you know, if, you know, a tenant is claiming that I'm, you know, sort of being forced into the side agreement, I think it's prohibitive, what would their recourse be? Would it be to go through the same process um, that they've gone through for the hearing officer to make that determination? Um, well, I mean, that, again, that's a factual hypothetical. I don't know if that's before us or not, but I mean, if the tenant was going to make an argument that they didn't know what they were entering into or they didn't no, understand? So not whether they were entering into it, but just to go back to Commissioner Kirby's point of who would have the authority to make a determination on this? Would it be strictly staff in the rent stabilization department or would it go through the same complaint process? So, so our administrative remedies program, which is what these um, 
code provisions in sub five refer to is a completely separate process. So just to kind of give some context about what would happen in that case, if a landlord is doing this, they would receive a note, if we found out a landlord was doing these side agreements unlawfully at this point, post-March 2022, they would be notified by a notice of violation. You know, this is what the, this is what the, the division believes is happening, cease and desist. If we found that the same landlord was doing that, then a citation could be issued um, for the violation. Um, so it wouldn't be a, something that would go through this process. And um, it, it's, you know, so it, it, it's an enforcement process. It's not a rent decrease process or a MAR determination process. So I, I just think it's important to have some clarity on the different types of um, activities that the division would be undertaking. Thank you. That was super helpful. So I guess to your point, Commissioner Kirby's, I would agree then that um, a remand wouldn't be necessary. I think we could make a decision determination on, you know, what we have before us. We can say with the Amars has been established at 2485, case closed, and if the and then for the tenant and the landlord to follow up with RSD to determine whether this side agreement is um, prohibited or whether it's excluded from the the code. Again, I think that would be outside of our purview, and I would be um, amenable to to that to pat to agreeing to. Um, to pass um, that as a motion. Okay, so we need to we need to kind of summarize this. Um, One of the questions for legal counsel, though. All right. Okay. Mr. Let's do the last question, and so, we'll just move on with the. Uh, but I guess the question that I still have is, uh, where does the tenant go for recourse to, to for someone to even review that decision? Like you, you've made a on-the-spot decision tonight that uh, it probably you're not quite sure if it would trigger the new law or not, but. Uh, would that be the city attorney's office and and could a tenant go to the city attorney or would it have to be referred by a staff member or a council member or commission? Um, I don't want to just leave them out hanging if this is because I think that th that's a good question about whether it triggers or not and I don't know the answer to that. So I, I, I think that that's, I think if that scenario happened, I, I think that it could be essentially multi-pronged because I think in that situation, there would be an argument presumably of overpayment. And so overpayment would be something that this, a hearing examiner of this commission would consider. Um, and that would ultimately depend on the legality of the side agreement. So, I mean, in, in that sense, yes, a hearing examiner in this commission could consider scenarios where there's the legality of the side agreement at issue. Um, I think in terms of enforcing an unlawful side agreement and, and the administrative penalty provisions, that's outside. And that would be, I don't know if it'd be code enforcement or someone within the rent stabilization department or division, but it wouldn't be an administrative um, hearing examiner or commission issue. That's my question. So as, as a commission that represents the people of West Hollywood, um, I want to know where we're supposed to direct somebody. Let's assume the tenant is asking the same exact question that Commissioner Wright is asking. Where would we send her so that she could get a final decision? Would she just have to sue on her own uh, to call that? Depending what happens here or back at the remand, depending on what the commission decides to do, 
if I don't really like getting into these hypotheticals because you know this, this isn't is, a hypothetical. The question on the well, table. No, I think we've answered the. If, if there's an illegal side agreement, or that someone believes is an illegal side agreement, they can come to the division. Okay. That's and we'll start there. And I think that that's where that we should leave That answers the question okay. that I hadn't heard an answer to. Okay. Thank you. All right. Anyone would like to make a motion? Yes. I will make a motion to approve resolution RSC number 23-623, a resolution of the Rent Stabilization Commission of the City of West Hollywood remanding the hearing examiner's decision as to application number D-4711. I'll second that. All right. We have a motion and a second. Uh, further discussion on motion? All right, um, Ms. Secretary, we have a, we're ready for the roll call vote. Commissioner Kirpies? No. Commissioner Maggio? Yes. Commissioner Martz? Yes. Commissioner Wright? No. Vice Chair Ayers? Yes. Chair Topshin? Yes. Uh, motion carries. Thank you. Uh, and I'd like to thank the, the parties, both the landlord and the tenant, for um, for your uh, statements, for your argument tonight, and appreciate your patience also. If you have any questions um, regarding what happened tonight, what, you know, and the outcome or the other uh, process uh, that you will need information for, so please contact the department during the normal business hours, or you may uh, stay here until the end of the meeting and you can approach the staff. Chair, I have one comment. Yes, I just want to say thank you for bringing your daughter to participate in civic government. I think you brought the average age in the room down by <laughs> a lot. We don't usually see people under 18, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good night. All right, uh, so that concludes our appeal portion of the agenda. And uh, we don't have anything scheduled under new business item. And the next item will be um, items from staff, uh, I believe, the, uh, Mr. Manager, you have uh, something? Yeah, uh, just a, a brief statement about um, the WeHo Pride 2023 programming. Um, this year's event kicks off with the WeHo Pride LGBTQ Plus Arts Festival, formerly known as One City, One Pride, held from May 22nd to June 30th, as well as the WeHo Pride Weekend, which will be held on the first weekend in June, June 2nd through June 4th. Friday, June 2nd, will feature a free Friday night concert in the Out Loud Raising Voices Music Festival grounds held in West Hollywood Park. Saturday and Sunday, June 4th, will feature the WeHo Pride Street Fair held along Santa Monica Boulevard. Sunday, June 4th, will be the WeHo Pride Parade along Santa Monica Boulevard beginning at Crescent Heights and ending at Doheny. Similar to last year, the city will be, award will be awarding funding to LGBTQ plus affiliated community groups who wish to produce an independent event and be promoted under the month-long WeHo Pride umbrella. Applications are uh, now through March 24th, and community groups who are seeking funding, you should have received an email on February 7th with the criteria and link to apply. If you are involved with a community group or know of a group who may be interested in applying, please pass this information along or the email that you received along. Staff will provide an update at the April meeting related to board and commission member participation in the WeHo Pride Parade. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Manager. Uh, questions? No. All right. Uh, next is public comments. Ms. Secretary, anyone waiting <laughs> for? No. All right. No, no public comments then. Commissioners, uh, anything? Any Commissioner Wright? 
Um, just a maybe a comment or recommendation to staff um, in looking at the application that tenants have to submit um, cases to rent stabilization. Um, there is a box that says code violations, which is probably what this probably should have come in as, um, but it doesn't really explain sort of like what that means. So maybe just for the ease of the public, making these forms more understandable. So if it said code violation, for example, side agreement or something like that, that sort of indicates, you know, something more, um, you know, the tenant, you know, checked a couple boxes and then even in her statements, it didn't sound like she actually wanted that to even be analyzed, but I could understand why she did it because it's it doesn't give a lot on this in, on this form. So if we can maybe uh, maybe reassess what forms we have out there and what information we're given, or even if there's like a hyperlink where it gives, if they click maintenance, if that's the claim, then it says, well, these are the types of claims that would be maintenance. Code violation, these are the types of claims. Um, that way we can sort of help them um, to get their case to where it needs to be. Thank you. Thank you. Commissioner Kurfis. Um, yeah, just this case um, with the parking issue um, had me thinking um, about you know our city policies, and I know we've made some changes. We've made several changes to whether we allow parking, side agreements, and then whether you can ever take away parking. Um, and now I think that the city has, has finally um, settled on the the fact that you cannot do a side agreement uh, with parking, which I think has its own problems, but it is what it is. Um, but I think it's interesting that, you know, I've never thought about this before, but the city, uh, as progressive as we are, we still require parking and new developments. But I don't think that there's anything in our code that requires that those parking spots be used for the people who are in them. So I know this is not a new building, and I'm not saying this is the perfect example, but uh, in a new development, uh, rental building, you could have 20 units that required 20 parking, let's say, um, but there's nothing in there that says that they ever have to offer the parking to those tenants, um, and it sounds like they can rent them out to others, um, not tenants, because that would be a side agreement, but to others outside of the building. So maybe that's something that um, I want to talk with planning about um, and to keep an eye out for and see how we can, because I, I really feel that $115 to $100 is outrageous uh, with 30-day notice. That's just unfair to anybody. Um, and uh, if it were a single incident, it would almost be uh, evidence um, for harassment to a tenant um, in, in some cases. So. I just think that we need to look and make sure this doesn't happen around the city and hopefully um, anyone who is raising it to that level will um, think about the effect it has on families and people who have um, cars and, you know, I'm not a big fan of having a car, but I know people have them. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, other commissioners? Anything else? All right. So that concludes our... Uh, agenda items uh, for our meeting tonight. Um, so we're going to adjourn this meeting until the next meeting of the Rent Stabilization Commission will be held on Thursday, March 23rd, 2023 at 7 p.m. here in West Hollywood Park Public Meeting Room, Council Chambers. Thank you and good night.
numbers. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, we have the hotline number available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite and not so elite showed up to try and land this prestigious park.
Bobby Cannavale. Yo, 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 it's Bobby. <laughs> not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nicotelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nicotelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. <laughs> Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't have a water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade with the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at Weho City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood.
I'm Nicatelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nicatelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. Never heard of you. <laughs> uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I could do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't have our water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade with the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
Hello, it's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at Weho City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite and... 
Bobby Cannavale. Yo, 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 it's Bobby. <laughs> Not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nick Catelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nick Catelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. <laughs> Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't ever water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade of the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite and not so elite showed up to try and land this prestigious park.
Bobby Cannavale. Yo, 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 it's Bobby. <laughs> not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nicotelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nicotelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. <laughs> Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't have our water, your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade with the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they...
in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't overwater your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the Conservation Crusade in the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite and not so elite showed up to try and land.
Bobby Cannavale. Yo, 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 it's Bobby. <laughs> not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nick Catelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nick Catelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. <laughs> Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't have our water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the Conservation Crusade with the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood.
Yeah. Sorry.
it's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHoCity on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite and not so elite showed up to try and land this prestigious park. 
Bobby Cannavale. Yo, 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 it's Bobby. <laughs> not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nick Catelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nick Catelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. <laughs> Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't have our water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade in the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at Weho City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently had...
never water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the Conservation Crusade with the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby, for water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite and not so elite showed up to try and land this prestigious park. 
Bobby Cannavale. Yo, 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 it's Bobby. <laughs> not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nicotelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nicotelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. <laughs> Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't have our water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade with the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at Weho City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood.
only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't ever water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade with the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby, for water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at Weho City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held audition.
Bobby Cannavale. Oh, yo, it's Bobby. <laughs> Not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nicotelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nicotelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. <laughs> Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I could do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't have our water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade of the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite and not so elite showed up to try and land this prestigious park. 
Bobby Cannavale. Yo, 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 it's Bobby. <laughs> not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nick Catelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nick Catelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. <laughs> Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't ever water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade with the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite and not so elite showed up to...
Bobby. You're not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nicotelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. Uh, I'm Nicotelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent a thousand dollars on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't ever water your lawn. Sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade with the city of West Hollywood.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite and...
Miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent a thousand dollars on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't ever water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade in the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.
It's Eddie Robinson from WeHo TV News. Maintaining your well-being and reducing stress during the coronavirus pandemic can present unique challenges. Go to weho.org coronavirus where you can find tips to help you stay well while at home. Tips include reaching out to your loved ones. This doesn't have to be in person, of course. A phone call, video chat, or text can help maintain healthy relationships and create plans to look forward to in the future. You can also exercise to relieve stress and wipe away those blues. And with all of our adjusted schedules, make sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. If you're feeling sad or depressed, that's another time to connect with others. If you're not comfortable talking to a friend or family member, call one of the hotline numbers available at weho.org coronavirus for mental health support. You may also want to consider relaxation techniques such as meditation or deep breathing. Be sure and take time for yourself. And while you're at it, share these tips and follow at WeHo City on all social media for the latest updates from the city of West Hollywood. The city of West Hollywood continues its crusade to spread the word about water conservation. In fact, they recently held auditions for the role of water conservation crusader. Some of Hollywood's elite...
Bobby Cannavale. Yo, 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 it's Bobby. <laughs> not Bobby. Uh, I know, but I'm Nicotelli. People say Bobby looks just like me. <laughs> uh, I'm Nicotelli from WeHo TV News. This is only for celebrities. Well, in 1.9 square miles, I'm somewhat kind of well-known. <laughs> Never heard of you. Uh, can I just do the line? I, I spent $1,000 on acting classes. I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Don't ever water your lawn. Check your sprinklers. That's bad. So join the conservation crusade in the city of West Hollywood. Save today, baby. The water tomorrow.